0: Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Feez from The Roommates, and hey, hey, hey. Thank you guys for checking out this week's episode. I wanted to give you guys some quick information before you check out this episode. Um, First and foremost, a lot of you guys have been asking us um, about alternative ways of funding and sponsoring and giving to our show besides Patreon, because I think some of the IDW guys are on Ruben and Jordan Peterson's bandwagon and not supporting Patreon. So there is a donate link in the description below if you want to subscribe and support via there, and there's also a link to the Cash App if you want to give and donate via that link as well, so those two things are available for the people who may not be ready to be on Patreon just yet, or the IDW people who are currently uh, boycotting Patreon. But for everybody else, guys, um, this episode of the Podcast Man is just raw, like, the biggest thing for us is being honest and being transparent and telling you guys how we feel. And we're just being honest about our emotions and where we're at. So we hope that nobody takes it the wrong way and you understand our hearts and you continue to rock with us. And if you don't, hey, it is what it is, man. We just want to be honest, and express how we feel. So enjoy this week's episode and see you guys later.
1: This week on The Roommates Podcast. The problem I have
0: with three parts of America, Amer- America as a whole. Ma- a man of male America and in Black America, is that all three of these groups, which we're a part of, and I and I love all the guys, girls, and humans in all three of these groups, they complain so much about the lack of positivity and goodness in society. They complain about it all day long. All CNN is nothing but this. Fox News nothing but that. Uh, MTV BT nothing but this all the pop stations nothing but that this rapper this TV this movie all they do is complain but then when there's people who try to do good who try to do something positive nobody supports What's good, everybody? It's your boy Hafiz. Where's to the start the show, baby? Yeah, 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 yeah. And welcome to the Roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of holistic health, becoming. Always get those two mixed up.
1: Okay. Kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Yes, yes, yes. Also known as the best hour of your week when We're you are
0: entertained like a stand-up, Educated like a TED talk, and enlightened like a sermon. What's going on, bud? Look who it is—the <laughs> star of the show. Now nah, you childish. We are
1: back. We are back
0: after the Stefan episode. How your and heart
1: feeling? How's your heart?
0: Oh, uh, what do you mean? How's it, my heart feeling? Is it,
1: is it healed? Um, is it broken? Is it in disarray?
0: We've had that conversation multiple times. I think the difference is like we do this. We Not this. to talk that ish, but we just do this, so yeah. it's like, so that story wasn't the first time I shared it in front of like a bunch of strangers before either. Yeah. What about you?
1: Um, I talked about it. I wouldn't say a bunch of, in front of a bunch of people, but um, the ball was already rolling, mm-hmm. you know, and like I was nervous. I was only nervous because I didn't know how my dad's gonna react to it, mm-hmm. or you know, but I wasn't nervous about actually sharing the message at all because I know people need to be healed. Mm -hmm. I know, people need to relate so they can start that process. So besides that, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, too hard of a decision. Yeah. So what's up?
0: So what do you feel as though was the biggest hurdle in sharing with your father? Some of those emotions.
1: I uh, think just getting started.
0: Yeah, real quick, guys. If you have not checked the previous two episodes where me and Chris poured our whole out, whole heart out, our
1: what out, yeah.
0: <laughs> poured our heart out to you guys, sharing about our past heartbreak. Make sure you check out those two previous episodes on YouTube. Chris's episode was last week. Yep. My episode was two weeks ago.
1: Hey, Amen. Um, getting started. Yeah, I actually, and I didn't write the letter. Um, I didn't feel like right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Nah, I'm just, I'm just going ahead and get over it. Just oh, you it talked it. I talked it out. Oh talked it out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so much better that way. Mm. Um, because at least for me, I'm not saying that you know the mm. process. The process <laughs> is the process. Do what's yeah. best for you. The process is the process. I think for me, like I feel like my dad needed to hear my emotion. Mm. He needed to hear me and not just kinda of make it up in his head, I don't think I would have been clear enough in that letter. Mm. if I would have did the letter. So that's why I decided to call him. Um I don't think I could have did it face to face. Uh I think that'd been extremely challenging. But the call was probably the best. Yeah. Um it was out of nowhere. Uh, you know, I just called yeah, him yeah, and yeah. He was like, Hey man, you got some time? Yeah. No, no. Do you have some time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Got somebody pregnant. <laughs> that'll be crazy. <laughs> now, nah, that's a nervous phone call. Now, that, nah, that yeah. might be a letter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but, yeah, just getting started. I think yeah. actually sitting down, hitting call was the hard part for me. Yeah. And then once I started talking, I, I knew how I was going to deliver the message in the most effective way to really understand would uh, how I've been feeling for for a while, but also at the same time not make him feel like he was a terrible father. Yeah. Like not not even close. So I was confident in doing that. Like I said, we're just getting started. Mm. So what about you? Like doing the story, telling everybody, releasing it. What's going on in there?
0: Yeah, I think like not to toot our own horns, but. Something that we've cre- that a culture that was created in the house, the culture of transparency. Mm-hmm. I think for everybody who was in the house, we knew e- a good part of each other's backstory, dating all the way back to "Man Get Heartbroken" 2, episode thirty-two.
1: That was episode thirty-two or
0: twenty, whatever it was 20.
1: 20? "Man Get Heartbroken" two was twenty.
0: Okay, episode twenty. So going back to what
1: yeah, that was. Whoa! Was wait about. a second. What that was.
0: A hundred episodes ago. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs>
0: Whoa. So, yeah, going back to that date, yeah. we did that before. We mm-hmm. shared similar stories, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, so yeah, so for me, it was, was it therapeutic? Like I said, it, we have a culture of doing it. Mm-hmm. So if it was my first time ever sharing that story or telling anybody or dealing with it, then that would have been obviously a little bit more healing. But because we've shared it so many different times, and I don't even know if I even told I even told Stefan about this during the episode. But I talked to her about this before. I don't even have to write her a letter. I actually talked to her about it.
1: Yeah, I knew that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I sat down, we had a long conversation. That was probably the longest we ever talked, ever. And um, she didn't care.
1: Say <laughs> I had a water balloon, and I want to throw a water balloon at somebody. Yeah. She top five for sure.
0: But uh, but yeah, so I think I think it was I was always processing it, you know, Mm -hmm. and always dealing with it. Um, I think to answer some of the feedback and off the top of my head, the first thing was why, when it was obvious she didn't like you, why did you keep trying? Mm -hmm. And three reasons why. Almost every girl that's ever been interested in me didn't like me at one point. I'm not the kind of guy who finds girls who likes them and then like, likes him back. You know, like we talk about, like most guys are, some guys are guys who like girls who like them. I'm a hunter. <laughs> I like to, I like to chase. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: <laughs> fees. say no to fees, and then you probably, all right, bet. <laughs> to
0: so I like to chase. So my whole life has been a consistent pattern of meeting girls. She's not that interested and then she eventually becomes interested. So it wasn't like I was just doing some stupid thing that, that was highly ineffective. Like, no, that's most of my life. And then I said it briefly on the podcast was that every aspect of my life was that it was like the best things in life are a challenge. So when you meet this girl and it's challenging, I thought that was normal. Like playing college football was a challenge. Getting a job was a challenge. Like everything in my life has been a challenge. So I just thought that was a normal part of life, you know, versus people like, oh, you're just dumb. Well, to me, that's life, you know, and I was having this really dope conversation with this with this one girl. And we were talking about the how perseverance and delusion are kissing cousins, in which that basically means is that, like, they feel the exact same. So if you've ever been working out, the feeling of I can't get the weight and the feeling of you need one more rep is the same exact feeling. Like, it's the same feeling. You have to push your body to the next limit. So for me, it's like I, 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 I always lean towards I'm more delusional than I'm going to give up. Um, and so, so yeah, so I just, I just, like I said, that, that was a natural part of how I've always been. It's been, it's worked for me <laughs> for a lot of girls, just didn't work for that one. Um,
1: you said three reasons.
0: The second reason, the second cr- critique about the episode was, um, dang, now, nah, I forgot. So I'm like, why are we talking to her? So why are we keeping talking to her so much? Me not feeling good enough. Honestly, when people say stuff to me, I don't care. Like it doesn't like words. What you of, mean? Words of encouragement are like my least words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. I'm sorry. Yeah, are one of my lowest love languages. It's it means nothing to me. What you say means nothing. So for me, I don't lack. It's you know me better than most people. I'm more prideful than I am lowly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. I lack. I I need more humility than I need more self-confidence. So I think you and I balance each other out because you need a little bit more Mm self-confidence, whereas I need a little bit more humility. Mm -hmm. So I don't lack self-confidence. So when I say not feeling good enough, it's not because I know I'm not good enough. It's because I know that somebody else views me that way. And it's how they treat me. So people all day long can tell me they love me. I don't care what you say. It doesn't doesn't mean anything to me. To me, it matters with actions. And so I think what, what happens is that, As you grow through life, you see when people value you, they treat you differently. So 100 people can tell me all day long they love me, but I know how you treat me. It doesn't mean anything what you say. So I think me not feeling good enough had nothing to do with the internal value and love I had for myself. I just know that you don't view me as valuable. Why do you care what other people think? I'm a human being, you know, just how it is. It's like from football days, like when I was playing football, I knew I was a good player. My coaches did not. They thought I was not good. Like I was the only person on my entire out of my entire senior class who played Division I football. And at one point in my sophomore year, I was third string cornerback, JV.
1: Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you see that picture over there? They gave me number 98.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely disrespectful. Yes. As a corner, number yes. 98. <laughs> you're not playing in the game. You're not, it's not even the point of even suiting up.
0: Yeah, so they so to me. I have to prove to you so that you can see what I see in myself. So it's not, it has nothing to do with me, like, feeling like, oh, I got I to gotta be good. I'm not good for me. No, I know I'm the best, but I got to prove to you. And if I prove to you, then you treat me better, right? And so um, I think that's p- the part of life that I struggle with. I don't, like, I don't give a freak up. I know how I feel. I feel good in the mirror. I'm glad to be in this body. But the problem is that we live in a world, and you know it, man. Like if you're not that successful, people treat you differently. So, um, clarification on that one, and I don't know about the third one. So (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's good, man. I think um, hearing, like I said, hearing, knowing the background of your story and knowing you, it makes sense from what for why you took those measures and did all those things. Um, and I I get that, you know, I just hate that you had to do the most, you know, and it just didn't work out, you know. That's the one thing that really frustrates me. And even though you did talk to her, she still was like, "Nah," eh. you know. Like that's that's what that's what gets me. You know? I would
0: love to hear her story. I would love to hear her side. If if I was to have a podcast episode, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't ever do this episode. Mm-hmm. I get this two girls mm-hmm. I would want you to bring mm. and there's two girls I would want to bring. Actually, it's like four. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, for, like, I would want two girls. And I would like... Remember that um remember that girl who talked to her boyfriend that one time? That video? Yes. yes her, bae, her bae. Yeah, like, her kind bae. Of like, kind of something like that where you and I... That like, would
1: be insane. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I mean... If everybody agreed to it, and I was like the last straw, <laughs> like like me not being selfish, I would do it. But that that would be it. no. They wouldn't do that though. There's no way. Yeah, those girls. There's there just no that. way. It'd be like a bash party. <laughs> that would be insane. I don't know if I can. I can handle it because like I feel like that the power of their words are not over me like it was before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be insane you think too much
0: (laughs) I've been thinking about that for a long time I said yo that would be such great content
1: that would be a great content y'all because
0: I feel like it's a good a good what I like that you about your episode was how reflective you were about things that were inside of you and wrong with you even though it may or may not have been true but the self reflective of being a man I think it'd be really good for us to get that critique, you know? Because a lot of times when someone gets heartbroken, you hear the, the victim's story, but you may not know the victim might be the person who's actually committing the crime, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you just hear the sad story. Like, all the girls are like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you. But you get old girl on the podcast, yeah, she might, she might tell me. a totally different story,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah, she might. She probably will. Duh. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's uh, It's so hard when people say like you know, when you talk about past relationships and they say this person treated me treated this. Th- it was a reason. Yeah, you know, they're not. That's why we had we had to talk a long time ago. Like when people say like women or men take advantage of one another, it's just like I I naturally think people are good naturally. Mm-hmm. So it's a reason why people are treating people bad. It's like you're doing something, like whether you know it or not. Yeah. Um. So it's like. I know for a fact I'm not. I was not perfect. They they can kill me. Yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, you got me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You clocked me going ninety. Yeah, Um. So yeah.
0: No, that's that's good. And um, freak, you just made you said a point that just was so good. I wanted to jump on that. You said, what did I? Oh, we're 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 not perfect. Um. Oh yes. That there's a reason why they treated you that way. Or there's a reason yeah, like yeah. like there's there's always a reason why the person did what they did. Like you, like with your father's story, you share like the way he was raised. Like so you like you empathize and you understand the background to why they did it.
1: No, yeah, I, I completely understand. And I think hearing that brings more clarity and mm-hmm. gives you more comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, like my grandfather wasn't the greatest talker at all. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the like, people who worked so much, he was barely home. Mm-hmm. But he provided for his family. Like, he was, in that aspect, he was a sensational uh, father. But, you know, he didn't go to my dad's games. Yeah. You know, he didn't, you know, said a lot of words. So, naturally, you know, the 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 one thing that really amazes me about my dad is knowing how his father kind of raised him and treated him. And from the, I would say, lack of education, mm-hmm. he still did a sensational job with yeah. me. Like point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Like, like don't get me wrong. Um, and that's just like incredible, you know. Mm-hmm. Like for him to still realize that and have that awareness, I'm. Sh- he never had a conversation with his dad like we like we had after the podcast. Like mm-hmm. he never did. Yeah. Um. So for him to really sit there and see what you know some of the things that his dad was liking and even though he, he tried his best and he still succeeded way more than he ever thought, Yeah, you know, like he was just like, man, I just wanted you to graduate high school, <laughs> you mm-hmm, know, yeah, like do yeah, yeah. that. Like college was all, all this stuff, extra stuff is just a complete bonus. And I'm just like, you know, this ain't something that I'm just such a good young man and I'm doing, you know, correctly. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, this is you. Like, this is, this is you Mr. Mr. B. Yeah. you know? Um, so clarity is huge. Yeah. It's so huge. Like getting the backstory is huge. Getting the other side of the story of the relationship or of the parent, just like that clueless not being in that gray area. Yeah. It's so much freedom once you not in that gray area no more.
0: That's so good. And I love that part. And that's my challenge has always been to men and women is that whenever you hear a woman cry on TV about how her boyfriend was X, Y, Z, her husband was Z. Listen to the other side of the story. And same with a man. Same with a parent. Same with a child. You got to hear both sides of the story. Now. And I love how you... One point that you brought up is that... Like, sometimes we don't see where the people who hurt us came from.
1: Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly.
0: let's say a, a there's some random girl out here talking about this guy who was so terrible to her. She don't know that his dad was way worse to his mother. And he's way better than his dad... But like J. Cole said, good thing is you came a long way. Bad thing is you still got to go a long way, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, he still has a lot to go. F- but from where he came from in his family background, yo. Yeah, he so, might
1: be the top of the line.
0: Exactly. And, and, and so going back to that girl, I've never... People always ask me, why do you like her so much? Even today, she's still... I'm being honest with you. She's still the number one girl I've ever met in my life. Still today, after all she treated me, she's still number one. Um... Because I know what I did, you know what I mean. I was I'm not just I'm, I'm not the victim here. That's why I don't people ever take the heartbreak story. Like she's not the bad bad guy in the story. She she's not. not <laughs> to, yeah, she's not the antagonist, you know. And I and I and I, I like pointing the finger sometimes, you know. But she's honestly not. I know what I did. I know that my problem is that I'm I'm very extreme sometimes, you know. And I and I'm too much. Some people that's overwhelming. Some girls love that. Like some girls, like, oh, I want a guy who is like that. Some girls don't like that. So for her to be with like twenty-year-old Hafiz, who was just really antsy and like, man, she yeah, was twenty-year-old <laughs> a wild Hafiz boy. Oh my god, newly Christian Hafiz, that's a wild. That's a wild boy, man. <laughs> so I I understand like why she felt that way. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at her. Like, like if a if you're a girl. And you get a letter from a guy like you met two days ago, like sharing how how much he cares about you. That could freak you out, you know? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) But there's some girls that they love that kind of stuff. So I don't ever look at my part of the story as if I was just a victim here. So my challenge to men and women is in every relationship of life, we've done something wrong. And instead of just fixating upon what they did to you, because obviously they're human beings, they've done something to you. Why don't we reflect and grow from what we've done to them? You know, like every girl I've ever talked to, I know exactly what I did wrong and what I gotta do better. Mm -hmm. You know, and like you said, like one thing I love about you is that you're so radically honest about your mistakes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes to a fault where you beat yourself up and you condemn yourself, but you're so radically honest about your mistakes that you can take accountability from it and that you can grow from it.
1: No, yeah. I mean, that's one, those are like some of the best things to like to move forward from past hurt and, for, and trauma is definitely getting the other side of the story. You know, like if I, like some of like my ex-ex, you know, we had a long conversation. We probably had this conversation. We broke up like 2015. Didn't really have this conversation until January this year. Yeah, so what year is this? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. That's crazy. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, obviously, it was something where I feel like people have to know when they can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, she cannot have that conversation three months after out after the breakup. Neither could I. Yeah. Um. So it's something where timing is very very important. Mm-hmm. And once the like I said, once the conversation gets started and everybody's healed and everybody has clarity, you can really get you know that antidote and move forward, you know? Because mm-hmm. I grew a lot from that from that conversation as far as it's like, man, I just really needed her to understand why I did it and like not paint me as just such a bad guy. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't think I'm a bad guy, then I know I won't carry that label over my head and I can actually walk in freedom. Mm-hmm. But it's something about me for some reason when I know a, a person hates me mm-hmm. or thinks so badly about me that I would take on the identity. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but something is about me that does that. Yeah. Um, so I just really needed her to understood, understand why I made that decision and really get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she did. Yeah. And it's and it was all good because like I think she just understood what was going on. So timing is very important, and really the message what you're trying to get across is also very important as well because I think that is a process to healing. Like I do think like Stefan says, writing a letter, you know, getting off your chest, you know, especially um, in the beginning, early stages. But I do think that go back. If you're still single, that go back, sitting down, having a conversation and really walking through what happened and, and what happened afterwards and all those things is sensationally helpful. Like yeah. for And,
0: I think another part about the episode that I feel like was really good was that I think men and women have to understand that both people get hurt. They, they have to understand They that. have to understand I mean,
1: that. yeah, if somebody break up with somebody, both of y'all suffer. Yeah. It's not just the, yeah. that one that got, got... And the problem is that
0: so many women think that men are not hurting. I'll never forget. I, I won't say this lady's name because you'll get mad at me. <laughs> but she literally told me that I don't believe men cry over women
1: ridiculous I was like I mean cry just me uh, justin, yeah,
0: justin uh, and so I was um, but the thing that men do well is they mask it with vices, right extremely, so yeah. so I always tell people this all the time, like nobody can call me out my name for me expressing my feelings because I know what you do in the darkness, mm-hmm. I just don't do that, you know what i mean you're 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 watching porn to feel better, yeah. I don't yeah, I'm not. Both. holy than thou yeah. I'm just being honest. Like yeah. this is what it's the only reason why you're not like crying or like releasing it is because you're internalizing. it. You're doing it. something else. You're putting easy. something, you know, like you're you're getting drunk every single night. Mm-hmm. Like I know. You know, you're taking advantage of girl after girl, you're smoking Freaking, like, yeah, I yeah these, guys, man. yeah, these
1: guys, y'all not slick, bro. We know yeah. what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, we know what's going on. Yeah. Stop it. Like, yeah.
0: stop. So it was like the, like, I always tell people the story about when, like, when I was playing college football, I had so many of my friends who were so, like, the alpha males on campus, and I would be with them late at night, and I would see the stuff they would do to themselves, you know, and then they would tell me what, what they were going through. You know, but like you said, most guys don't want to be soft. They want to be a pussy. So they will they will beta
1: male. Where's a beta male? I I've been got called <laughs> all up and down, yeah. man. I've been getting called all kinds is of it? stuff boy, <laughs> this month, boy. It's, it's wild.
0: Yeah, so so to me it's like I think guys, like I said, it's an alternative. It's either you can you can express it in a healthy way to heal, or you can use their vices to numb it, but it's still there. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of like you can clean out the room or you can stuff everything in the closet.
1: It's not manly. Yeah. Point blank. Period. I mean, you gotta ask yourself, man. It's it's really, it's really about what's your motivation. You know, like if you just clearly, I don't. I I just I don't understand why some guys do some things. You yeah. know, like I get it to a certain extent, but I'm not gonna sit here and call you something, knowing damn well I'm hurting as well. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't just I think they
0: convince themselves that they're not hurting because they're not crying. I didn't have I think that's the So problem. hurt means cry. Yeah. It's like I'm not sick because I'm not sneezing. It's like, yeah. no, you took away the symptom. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in reality, like the 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 cancer is still in the body. Like Point you can you, can you can you can you can look good, you can take the medicine to make yourself look good and put on all the makeup, mm-hmm. but you're dying on the inside. So I think a lot of guys when guys whenever a guy tells whenever I hear a guy say, Man, FD's H's, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know you're hurting. That's yes. that's not coming from a place of loving mother, loving daughter, sister. Somebody like,
1: told us we have to die. Not, <laughs> you remember that?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You all deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> just,
0: so I look, crazy. I look at that, and I look at a lot of these guys. I'm like, I can tell that you're not in a good place. But like you said, for so many men, it's appeared as weakness. But what you're doing is you're killing yourself. You know what I mean? Like to me, thriving is strength. Mm-hmm. Like. Killing yourself and suppressing is weakness because you're, because literally like you're injuring yourself. You're you're, self, you're having self-inflicted wounds onto your body. Like, how is that strength? But we've somehow conditioned ourselves. I understand why. Because it's like when a girl hurts you, the last thing you probably want to do is open up to somebody else.
1: I mean, no, I get <laughs> yeah. the why. I'm just yeah. saying like. If you know you're hurting, do not blast me either. Oh yeah, like, that's, that's what <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like like nah. If I know you struggling with porn and I'm struggling with porn, I'm not gonna be like, oh y'all y'all lame because y'all do this. Like what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, fam. Like it's
0: a it's a it's a hypocrisy, but um,
1: it's ridiculous. out here.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah. So I just I hope that a lot of men were able to check out that episode, was able to take the steps, you know, join the community, be a part. And Because, like I said, everyone's going through it. Everybody's going through it. Everybody got something they got to heal from. Um, You know? And so that's just my prayer that the guys who watched the episode really, really took um, that from it and they got better. They bought the book, you know, Finding Love After Heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Buy the book if you haven't bought it already. Like, take your life seriously, guys. Um, So I really hope that they can get better.
1: Um, what is something that you want to get out of out of that podcast? And if you did or did me not, me personally, you personally, like selfishly or like emotionally, I want. Was, if you if you going into the podcast knowing that you had to do that, was it something that you was looking for to come out of it? No. Okay.
0: Yeah. What about you? I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I think I think what I I needed. Probably what I didn't want, but I needed was a motivation to have that conversation.
0: With your dad, yeah.
1: I just needed, I needed a push to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Point blank period. And I feel like, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think a lot of men and women sometimes need different motivators to actually move forward in life. And um, so it was, uh, it was really hard hearing that stuff. um, Really hard, like knowing that I got to, you know, write letters and or have conversations and things and really face stuff that I just didn't want to face. Um But it was necessary. I'm glad it happened. So, that's why I asked that question. No.
0: Mm, anything else you have on that before we jump into the next thing?
1: No. I think, like I
0: said... Oh, yeah. And the okay. last thing, this is what I wanted from the episode. Okay. I really want people to heal. Point. Like, yeah, I mean, fact. that was the whole reason like, why we like, did it. Let's yeah, not yeah. even play... I'm talking about, like, really heal. Heal. Like, really take this seriously. and a lot of people didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. That's what bothers me. I'm uh, And I hope I don't get too upset this episode. Don't get too I, upset. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very, I'm, I'm upset. Like Drake. I'm upset a lot of you motherfuckers are not taking this seriously. You're not taking your life seriously enough because you're going through hell right now. You are. You can, like I said, you can put Instagram all day long. You can put on the, the tweets and all that stuff all day long. Put on the makeup, whatever. Put on the pads, whatever. I know you're going through hell. So let's put on... Let's hide... Remove the front. You need to get help. Take the steps to get better. Because I don't care when anybody says... Women want to complain about men all day. I am telling you... Girls, you're the problem also.
1: <laughs> I like you hit said also at the end. Yeah.
0: I'm for real. <laughs> Women, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are the problem also. Yeah. Top so point... You think men are the problem... Let's let's, come come sit on the couch with Stefan. Uh, (laughs) We'll find out how how many issues you have. Am I pointing the finger at women? I'm just saying, too many people are pointing the finger at other people instead of looking at the mirror. No, you definitely got to start with yourself. Every last person needs to get healthy. Ladies, stop. I'm tired of women complaining about men, and men do it as well. I despise it when men do it, but girls do it way too much. They complain too much about men when their house is in chaos. You cannot... Talk about the plank in his eye when no, when you have the freaking oak tree growing out of your own, you just can't do that. And so, same with men. Same with men, guys. Stop talking about all these girls of this, all these girls are that, bro. The moment you use the word "all these girls are," I know some girls, like some girls hurt you. Easy. I know they hurt you, bro. So you're not healthy yourself. So I want everybody here to take that episode seriously, man. Take um, getting health and being healthy seriously everybody because if you don't don't come to me for relationship advice I'm tired of it I'm, I'm I've stopped answering your questions because I know you're not in a healthy spot when you're a girl sending me a DM about you begging some guy who doesn't want you I know oh this you're not healthy because if you're healthy you wouldn't be begging this guy if your guy say man she don't want me and she did this to me but how do I earn her back you ain't in a good spot but I ain't answering that stupid question no offense. You know, so to me, it's like we gotta get healthy here. One of our core values is holistic health. And holistic, part of holistic health is you have to be healthy emotionally and spiritually. And we have to be proactive in getting there.
1: And you can't rely on people to get you healthy.
0: You gotta do it yourself.
1: You can't, that's what I'm saying. I get think, off the couch
0: stop eating the Fritos.
1: Eat Fritos? Does people eat Fritos still today? I eat Fritos. <laughs> you are a disgusting individual. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you can't rely on, like, I feel like, mainly women. Not saying not saying men don't do this well, but rely on a guy to come in and be God. Nope. And Or a captain save somebody. You uh, know, whatever. Like, like it's not my responsibility to build you up emotionally. Nope. To carry your load and my load. Nope. I'm a burnout. Point blank period. Like, yeah. I cannot. If 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 I'm healthy and you're unhealthy and you rely on me to make you healthy, nope. I am not God. Nope point blank period no guy is god it's nope. not happening we are all short of the glory of god we are we you would not be satisfied with me because you're going to try to make me do something that only god can do amen it's not happening yeah. so both p- people men and women have to be healthy for relationships to work yeah point blank period if you feel like you're not healthy you have to do it yourself. You have mm-hmm. to get help. You have to buy the book. You have to go see a therapist. You got to continue talking out. You got to join a community. You got to do all these different things to give you the best chance in finding a husband or wife. Point blank, period. Even, in even work. if
0: you don't find a husband and wife, just a better chance of you being happy with just the person in the mirror. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Like I cannot I, I cannot rely on women to give me affirmation. Yeah. I can't do that. That's not good. I can't rely on lights to give me affirmation. I can't rely on anything to give me affirmation. I have to look in the mirror and be like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to do it myself. Yeah. So if I'm relying on all these women to do it for me, yeah. I am not healthy. Yeah. Because I need you to give me what I need. Yeah. And, I, and if you leave, I'm still the same Christopher Jordan B. Love. Mm-hmm. Unhealthy, broken, hurt, and alone.
0: Yep. And we don't want that.
1: We don't want that. Yeah. We, don't, no, we don't want
0: that. So- this leads me to the next point. I don't know. I'm gonna try to do this as as kindly as possible.
1: I mean, it's so, it's been listen, man. It's our show. Yeah, it's our show. And and at I, one point, I like we could do whatever we wanted. Duh. <laughs> I
0: don't listen to a lot of rap. Honestly, I really don't. I know you don't, but I really enjoy Breakfast Club interviews with rappers because that's how I fell in love with J. Cole and with Kendrick. So I heard, especially J. Cole. When I heard J. Cole talk, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I like love J. Cole.
1: Answer email, J. Cole.
0: Yeah. But Twenty One Savage has such a negative connotation in my mind because of the type of music he put out.
1: Until yeah, well, yeah I, he not, he's not going to be listed under the J. Coles, Kendrick, and, like, Chances. It's yeah. not
0: happening. So, I wasn't a—I didn't listen—I never listened to 21's music. And then, one day, I watched an interview with The Breakfast Club. Which one? The first one. First time okay. I ever came on. Okay. Absolutely became a 21 Savage fan after mm-hmm. the interview. And here's, and here's where I, he won me over. He's he's super smart guy. I like the way he thinks. But 21 said, because they asked him, said, 21, why do you talk about murdering, killing people, stuff like that? He said, one, he said, I'm just telling my story. I'm not condoning it. This is a terrible thing. I'm just telling you what I went through, really. And the second thing was what broke my heart, but it was so true. He said, if I would have talked about positive, uplifting thing, would I be here right now? That if I would have talked about positive, uplifting things, would I be in this seat right now? Would I have this money right now? Would I have this deal I have right now? Would it, would you be playing my music? He's saying no. If I don't talk about what I talk about, you'll never play my music.
1: Mm,
0: mm, mm. The problem I have with three parts of America, Amer- America as a whole, ma- um, a man male America, and then Black America, is that all three of these groups, which we're a part of, and I and I love all the guys girls, and humans in all three of these groups, they complain so much about the lack of positivity and goodness in society. They complain about it all day long. All the, CNN is nothing but this. Fox News, nothing but that. Uh, MTV, BT, nothing but this. All the pop stations, nothing but that. This rapper, this TV, this movie, all they do is complain. But then when there's people who try to do good, who try to do something positive, Nobody supports. Nobody comes alongside. But when the negativity comes out, that's when the money flows. There's a reason why they play these songs on the radio. because people want to listen to them. There's a reason why these movies are out in the theaters. People want to watch them. If they didn't make money, they wouldn't put them out. When it comes to the podcast, It's 21's line couldn't be more clear. People don't care about positive, uplifting messages from men, from Americans, or Black men. Wherever Black people, Black men, Americans, men, wherever genre you want to put us in, you don't care. Most people don't care about it. And... And this is not a pitch to sell anybody. I don't care if you buy it or not. I'm just being honest. We have to stop telling our children, oh, the world wants you to be this good person when you yourself don't support good people. You can't get mad. Women can't get mad at all the men who, are quote unquote f boys if they're all the ones getting money and the attention from women. Men can't complain about the women who are dots or whatever when they're all getting the money and attention from um, from from uh, men. We all contribute to the negativity being perpetuated by society. And so one thing I've seen from starting a Patreon is people don't support mother-freaking-positive, uplifting stuff. They don't care about it. Like, I, like, like, like going back to the first point, this is why words of affirmation means nothing to me. All the comments, oh my gosh, I love you guys being so vulnerable and so open and you guys are so great and you guys are so amazing and you guys are da-da-da, you guys are changing the world. Okay. We're on the brink of ending our show because we don't have any support. Can you help us out any bit? You know where to be found. What message are we sending to the next generation? If we don't support people who are doing positive work. As a teacher, they always told me. Enforce the behavior you want to see more of. What are we doing?
1: It's interesting, man. <sighs> I didn't know he's going down this road. You didn't tell me any of this, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, I just, I just felt that. I've been feeling it this week.
1: Nah, you fine, you are fine, bro. I mean, Twenty One Savage is right, bro. He is right. That's mainly what, especially rap, hip hop culture. It's about drugs, sex gang violence and money yeah about it you know um somehow it's a few outliers in the rap game that kind of made it through that even though they used one of those elements to do it Kendrick used gang violence to get there uh J. Cole used it. I think J. Cole was something where he was so relatable to a lot of people that he kind of got there um same thing with Chance. But it's, it's only a few of them, and it's hundreds of, you know, everybody else. I feel like people only support positive things if it's in a positive space. For example, the only thing I could really think of is like church, quote unquote. People ain't tithing, though. People not tithing, but they definitely love the pastors. They definitely love the pastors. They love what they're speaking about, motivating people about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but then again I mean it is sad to see. It's hard to make people move, man it's just hard to make people move. I don't know, I don't know what else to tell you. To me,
0: it's not even about making people move. It's people already moving. But they only move for, for negative stuff. Yeah. And that's the, and that's my frustration.
1: So they'll support, you know, the negative things and not the positive things. But they want more of the positive things.
0: Like, come on, bro. How, how many people are, 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 how many people right now, and I'm, and like I said, I'm, I'm not pitching I'm not making I'm not guilt tripping anybody If nobody signs up anymore I'm cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: How many people Right now This Like this month are, are Is gonna go out And party with their friends People Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee you At least 10% of people Yeah Of the tens of thousands Of people who watch the show Are gonna go out Eventually Probably buy a few drinks
1: mm-hmm.
0: Party Spend $50 But then it's like Oh guys Man help supporters for five I don't, I don't got no money.
1: No, yeah. I mean, if like you said, you put it playing like that, it's sad. You know, it is. But
0: it's. It, I'm sorry for cutting you off. It's sad to me when you complain about that, man. Like to me, I don't get mad at people. I honestly don't get mad at people who don't like our show. Like, all oh, these guys are corny. All these guys are whack. These guys, you we don't ever hear that. I'm just saying, people. If someone said that to me. And they don't watch. That doesn't bother me. It's not his cup of tea. But the people who are always complaining about society, where are all the good men at all the all the people, we're all the good, especially the black people. We're all the good black men. We're all the men teaching men this. We're all that. And you and you complain all day long. I go through your Twitter pages and your Instagram page, and all you do is complain. And then you have two black men that you've been watching for months. You've been watching it for months. You know what we're doing, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm they. They, they need support to continue to do great things for the, the culture and for society." Oh, I, I don't care. To me, the problem is going back to when I was younger. I know what I'm doing. I know how hard I work. am not I, like I said. I'm trying to my own horn. I know how hard you work. You and us, you and me together, I don't know how many guys in America, no matter what your gender is, how many human beings are outworking us too with nothing. I'm talking about the people who have HBO specials and, and companies and thousands. Of, I'm talking about people who have no money, who's outworking you and I on hand-to-hand combat. So if we're busting our butts and doing everything in our power and no one's supporting us, what the freak does that mean for the average kid guy? Mm-hmm. Who's starting a podcast? Who's starting a YouTube channel? Who might be making music? Might want to do film. What? Who's going to support that dude? That's how my mind thinks about it. When I was younger and the pastors were ignoring me, it wasn't. I wasn't just so mad because they're ignoring me. I'm not. Like I say, I'm not two to my own harm. Just being honest, I was the smartest, most gifted, and talented of everybody. That's why I surpassed everybody from when I was 20 years old. Even the pastors, I'm surpassed everybody. If you're overlooking me and not caring about me, wh- what about the little, the lowest of the lows? You know what I mean? You overlooking Anakin Skywalker. What about the little Padawans? You don't care about them guys. So for me, I, I'm just like, bro, what chance do these young men who are trying to do dope work have to go forward in society? Then what do they do? Then they then they realize, oh, the way to make money, the way to get attention, the way to get support, it's to do the negative stuff. And then then they go to do it. A lot of them, that's not who they are. They sell out. They sell out because they have to. Think about it. You and I, and quick transparency. Chris and I were trying to, you know, get to a thousand patrons you know we're very far from that right now by april 15th and ta-da it's april 15th and we need money because chris can't like we're, we're hemorrhaging money recording a marijuana company reached out to us to give us a good amount of money though chris has no money and i have no money we said no thank you because we knew it, it was negatively affect the brand and what we're trying to promote. How many other people would do that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not that we're morally righteous, it's just like I understand why other people would do that and promote that stuff. They need the money. They gotta feed their family, they gotta feed their kids. They gotta pay gas. They gotta keep the lights on here. So it's like. To me, it just goes back to what example are we setting for the next generation of men and women if we're not supporting people who are actually doing dope work?
1: I have two things, bro. It's either we just continue to grind and find another way and find those people. Them people, not, They may not even be black, bro. Mm-hmm. Honestly. They yeah. may not be black. If we being honest, it's the sad part. They may not what do you it's mean? like it's a in our demographic of, of patrons. I don't know how many it is Caucasian people to Black people, but from what I've seen, it's the same. Yeah, it's
0: definitely fifty fifty.
1: It's the same. Yeah, and it's and it's like, hey, we not even trying to cater to them.
0: Yeah,
1: that's not that's Not even trying to. Yeah, so it's just I don't know. Yeah, it could be you. We, I mean, it could be we are not recognized enough. We don't have the people that that influence the culture enough stamp of improvement.
0: I would agree with you, but my point is the people who are already watching.
1: I'm not I talking about was, the, the, but the but was, them too. Them too.
0: If you if you've been watching for months and you're old oh, and you're always encouraged and always uplifted, is you don't, you don't need much. You what more do you want from us? Or more do you want from me? <laughs> like I'm for real, like. I'm not talking about the people on the outside world supporting Mm -hmm. us. I'm talking about the people who right now, every single Monday, what do they do? They go to YouTube. They watch the video. They go to Tuesdays. They're at work. They watch the audio, listen to the audio. Every single week, I see the number. I see these people watching the video. Every single week, I see you in the comments. We read every comment. It's not an automated computer. We read every comment. I know who's here. Mm -hmm. I've seen you for months. But then when it's time for push comes to, um, come to shove, like Drake says and Future said, where you at?
1: And that's why you were talking about moving everything to Patreon. Yeah. It's a start. I don't know. But did we not know it was going to be uphill battle? Or you just like you would th- you would just thought the people that been rocking with us would have did more.
0: Screw it! I was highly disappointed.
1: I- I'll be honest with you, I wasn't surprised. Okay, I'm be
0: I I just th- I just thought I thought I thought our demo like for Patreon says on average you convert one to two percent of your fans. I was like, there's no way we're converting one percent.
1: Yeah,
0: I said, and if we're converting, we're converting on the high end of two percent. Yeah, we're converting barely one percent right now. And I'm like how how are the people who literally give everything to their to their art to their community we give everything to everybody barely 1% of 1% bro that means 1% that means 99% of people watch the Patreon episode heard about your struggle oh, i don't care watch the stefan episode watch the angie episode heard about what we're doing i don't care Oh, it is what it is. It's like ninety nine percent. And so I don't know. It just I see why negativity, sex, violence, wickedness, all that stuff sells. And why, and that you why why, pe- people, do why it? people do it. I understand why.
1: So much easier.
0: So much easier.
1: So much more money. So So, so much everything.
0: Everything. Whatever you want. Respect, success, wealth, women. Anything you want. Money. It's a hundredfold. Unless we change as a society.
1: (laughs) Man, come on, please, man. Now
0: what? Now, we continue doing what we do. My my thing is just, I don't want to hear anybody complain. It's, oh, uh, let's clarify. If you don't want to give, I'm not, nothing wrong with that. Just don't complain. I don't want to hear you complaining. Ladies, all 10,000 of you, between 5,000, how many people watching this episode, don't say there's no good men out there. Don't complain about no good men.
1: They're going to do that. So it's, the, it's, 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 you, I'm just saying because can, because, like, yeah, they be, do
0: that. because guess what we're trying, I mean, but you're not you're not you're not you're not, you're not like, like 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 we're trying, all like all like all the guys man no one respects no one values man everybody's bashing man no nobody's respect like hey guys we're trying so instead of focusing on the people who don't care the people who do care man just want to give them more
1: yeah I mean I. I mean, me personally, I'm gonna try to lighten the burden for us like that. I'm really working on getting us a sponsor. Point yeah. blank period. I'm not I'm not relying on Patreon no more. It's yeah. just not happening. Um I honestly don't even want to do merchandise because I don't think they're gonna buy it. Yeah. So now we're gonna invest in something and they're not even gonna in like I got we gotta invest our personal money yeah. into merchandise yeah. that these people may not buy. Yeah. Point blank period. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'd much rather do a sponsorship. So we're gonna get a sponsor by the end of April. Like, I'm not playing with these people. Mm-hmm. It may be marijuana. Shit <laughs> 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 so, is crazy. Like, I'm about done, I'm about
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want drugs? <laughs> right, man.
1: Here we yeah. come, baby. Here yeah. we come. Nah, but I want to make sure that when we come to record, it's not a burden on us like it's been in the past two months. Oh, it's months. been terrible it's not we used to in, We. I mean I remember literally going to work Monday and looking forward to Friday to record the podcast haven't had that feeling in a while I still love doing it mm-hmm. but the feeling of looking forward to it now is just like man how the hell I'm gonna get to Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm gonna leave when I'm gonna do this like sure man. so we just gotta find different unique ways and yeah. and and sometimes we cannot rely on people Sometimes people they say they support us, we cannot rely on them. Mm-hmm. We have to continue to break down barriers. And a sponsorship is one way that we gotta do the sponsorship. You know, so um we'll figure it out. I mean, at at, at some point, we got some cushion, a little bit of cushion. I'm not saying like we good. We definitely yeah. ain't good. Um and I I am fully mentally prepared to stay in Indiana. For the rest of 2019, like I'm mentally prepared, yeah. Because I, I don't believe it's happening. I mean, just if I'm being honest, yeah. I just don't believe it's happening. Like just with the Patreon, with all the stuff that's going on, I just don't believe it's going to happen before, before 2020. Yeah. So I'm mentally prepared to drive 50 more times to Atlanta. Mm. I'm mentally prepared for it. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. You know. So, and like I said, I'm trying. Like we, like I'm working on the sponsorship. I'm working on getting some stuff to to definitely give us cushion but we'll figure it out i mean Mm -hmm. one way or another if it take three people to sign up a month eventually we're gonna get this yeah i mean i mean it is what it is um i'm I'm really like i'm not trying to let that number ruin my mood Mm -hmm. because we still got responsibility we still got to do things yeah and, you know, to those people that do support, we still have to give them. Oh, what yeah, they, we'll give you everything, man. You know,
0: so, I mean. Shout out to every last person, man. Shout out to every last person in the co host group. Shout out to Marcus. Shout out to Rashad. Shout out to Layla. Shout hey, out man. to Chris. Sh- shout out to every last person. Tony, Tony. Michael. Shout out to dang it. Sh- shout out to every last person in the group, man. Like, goodness gracious, everybody who's supporting. Like, man, we just, we're just, we're just, we're just so. Grateful, you know, and my biggest thing is that you guys will always be taken care of. Big facts. Big facts. Everybody on the Patreon page, everybody in that community that's been giving and supporting, like, you guys will always be good. Don't ever worry for a second that you guys ain't gonna get an episode. Don't yeah, yeah, ever don't worry, worry about, about that. that. You yeah. will always get your episode. And, and financially speaking, I'm just letting some of you guys know in complete transparency the money has run out. Mm-hmm. We just living on a prayer now. <laughs> So they may come a Monday where you're going to go to Apple. You can go to SoundCloud. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Spotify. You're going (laughs) to open the app. Type in the roommates. And you're going to see no new episode available. (laughs) Because we couldn't afford it. But know who's going to see the episode? People on Patreon.
1: They're
0: going to see it. We'll make sure they're taken care of.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Like I said, I was really about to like sit here. I made a list of 90 to like 90 people. I was gonna try to get signed up for Patreon. I'm just not doing that. Yeah, they know about what <laughs> they, they know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm just not yeah. mass texting people. I'm done. Like, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah. done, dog. Is it gonna get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna like it? It is what it is. Like, yeah. um, so
0: so let's go ahead and um. So I remember we want to do in 50 minutes. We're kind of getting close to that time.
1: Let's go with it. Don't get...
0: So real quick, guys. This Thursday, we, um, we're officially starting our bonus episodes on Patreon.
1: Hey! So what that
0: means is that every Thursday, you can get a brand new episode from us. Hey. So now it's not just going to go from a Monday podcast, but it's a Monday and Thursday podcast. Boom! This Thursday, Devon Franklin has decided to bless us with his wisdom, and knowledge once more. Yes, so Lord. on Patreon, the Von Franklin's episode will be out. You can only get it via Patreon. Bam. As usual, guys, you go to patreon.com slash the roommates to sign up. The link is always in the description. And every single Thursday from now on, the episodes are going to be on Patreon. Bonus episodes. It's not going to be like 20 minutes. It's literally the same podcast. And to be honest with you, we're putting the better episode <laughs> on
1: Patreon. So, yeah, when once we are wide awake and ready and want to start some stuff, it's going to be on Patreon. Yeah, so it's not going to be these... Sleepy Chris is going to be on Monday.
0: <laughs> it's not going to be, you no know, the, the the boo-boo episodes or just the throwaway episodes. No, these are the best episodes on Patreon. Uh, we'll be putting that out on Patreon, guys. Um, thank you so much for everybody supported. As always, guys, some of you guys hit the sign up button, but you didn't pay for a subscription you didn't hit the become a patron the 5 10 100 so make sure you pay to get the bonus content because a lot of you guys are missing out patreon is like a city within a city it has its own events every single day from monday through sunday there's events going on on patreon monday we have group discussions about the episode tuesdays we have a group challenge we get to meet roommates from around the world and win really fun prizes Wednesday, we sneak peek the upcoming episodes. So you get to watch the episodes early. Thursday, you get bonus episodes from Chris and I. Friday is a discussion based upon the bonus episode. Saturday, you get to choose topics for the upcoming episodes. And then Sunday, you get a family meeting where Chris and I talk about things going on in our lives and give you updates about the show. The Patreon is the podcast. Well, and re- really the business. Mm-hmm. Like, the podcast is literally the tip of the iceberg. And I had a great joke for that, but it's not the time and space. <laughs> wow, <I> mean, wow. <laughs> but the podcast is just a tip. The Patreon is really the whole thing. And so make sure, guys, if you haven't signed up already, sign up this Thursday, the Von Franklin episode. You're not going to get anywhere else. So make sure you sign up. And then every Thursday moving forward, There's going to be exclusive episodes on Patreon, and there's so much community being built there. You don't want to miss it. Anything you want to add in closing?
1: Nah, man. Nah, I'm good, man. It is what it is. Like I said, we're ready to continue work and ready to continue what we build, no matter how long it takes. So, amen.
0: So, guys, thank you. Sorry for being a little somber to the people who are supporting. Every last one of you guys, Miss Nguyen, I forgot. I forgot all about you, sweetheart. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're doing, you're growing. It's such a blessing. Every last one of you guys, man, who are supporting us on Patreon, who, who are giving to us, I'm telling you, like, we will never forget you. Like, your gifts mean the world to us. My goodness, you guys mean the world to us. And we're, we'll give you everything everything and so much more we're so delighted man we're so grateful we're so thankful because you are really causing a true change in the world like you'll look back on your life and you'll be like man i was a part of something great mm-hmm. that's the dopest part is that you get to look back on your life and see of all these the sea of people of lives who've been touched and you know that you're a part of it so every last patron guys thank you so much Thank you from the bottom of Chris and I's heart. We love you. Yes, you guys yes. are so awesome. Thanks for being a part of this community. Thanks for rocking with the show. My name is Hafeez.
1: Chris started all the show, baby. We are the
0: roommates. Can't wait to see you guys on Patreon this Thursday. Ooh. And we're out. Brrr.